Welcome back to Access Outdoors Podcast. I'm Cody Burgess. Braden Anderson. We've been out for a minute, if you haven't noticed, and <laughs> I don't know if people have noticed, so that might be sad. Um, it's just been busy, crazy, um, just haven't been able to line up and get one knocked out, so here we are. We're back, feeling good. Um, yeah, we got we got a couple uh, things to talk about tonight. It's just, you know, just us two, and... We, we we're trying to get some guests on, but in the in our crazy lives lately, it's been a struggle. Yeah, that's the worst part. It's getting it's pissing me off. Yeah, it's it's getting frustrating. We ha- I mean, we have. I tried to make a list. There's probably there's close to a dozen people mm-hmm. that we've talked to that are ready to come on. It's just um, life is busy right now. Absolutely. And life isn't getting less busy. No. And the list is going to start growing here pretty quick, too, I think, with yeah. season starting. so Absolutely. Not, I mean, you know, some of these maybe aren't so time-sensitive, but other ones, whether it's a... Other ones just need to happen. Yeah. Like, the, well, they all do. You know, yeah. we want to have more people on. We want to, you know, but it's just been, it's been crazy, you know. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I don't even know if I want to explain why it's been crazy, but it has been. Mm-hmm. It's just been, you know, two dudes, and it's September. It's September. You know. I was looking at before I came over that uh, my schedule for the rest of the year through the rut is is booked. Yeah. It's pretty much scheduled where I'm going to be every single weekend. Jesus. Which is. That's got to be fun though. Yeah. It's fun. Kind of scary. You know, and something could happen where we get lucky and shoot something somewhere early and it switches everything else up. But. Right. You never know. I'm, I'm obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, you should be. Yeah. I mean, it's that time of year. It's, and right now it's 60 degrees. Yeah. It 25, is 25, 30 degree drops. Yesterday. Beautiful day. I mean, you, if, if you're into that, if you're one of us, you love this weather. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. If you don't love 60 degrees in September, we probably couldn't be friends, <laughs> you know? So that's just that. But I don't know. I'm I'm excited. You know, we got. I myself have a a little trip coming up too, and we'll get into that. I'm sure, but yep. yeah, it's it's not gonna get less busy. Um, so we'll no. see. And I got to scratch the itch a little bit last weekend. So that how was that? I I don't know if it scratched the itch or it or it uh, made me want more. But I, I actually, I do think it scratched the itch only because I think I'm going to go fish walleye tomorrow instead of going back. So Really? What. That's yeah. kind of surprising. I'm yeah. not going to lie. So Are the, you transitioning on me? No, I don't. No. Yeah, that's kind of alarming. <laughs> the only, see, okay, here we'll get I'm on. actually alarmed. I'm not, I'm, I'm thrown off. The only reason I'm not going back <laughs> is, <clears throat> so I was in South Dakota and it's permission land and, um, the owner was super nice, let me hunt it. Uh, there is someone else hunting it. Um, I didn't run into him, and I don't think I will. I think he's he is a bow hunter, but I don't think he's going to... He might pheasant hunt it, he might gun hunt it late season or something, but I don't know if he's going to bow hunt it until later, right. um, if he does bow hunt it at all. Um, the It's just a headache. I hate... Every, every time I get permission on a piece, it's just... <laughs> It drives me to want to buy a piece of land a lot faster because there's always like a stipulation or I'm always having to check in with them. Like like this guy, I called him in February or March or something, got, got permission, maybe it was April, whatever. 
No, it was before turkey season. So I got permission then. He said, yep, call me later in the year. Then I called him in August, and he said, this was the beginning of August. He said, yeah, yeah, it should be fine. I got someone else hunting it, but it's 230 acres, 250 acres, whatever. You guys will be able to. There's enough room for two guys. And that's true, you know. Yeah, well, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't really care. Um, yeah, what can you say? Yeah, I was like, as long as you're okay with it. And this guy had um, a little more tie, or he was, he was in, it was kind of a business transaction, or he does a lot of business with this guy, so he mm -hmm. didn't want to tell him no. And I said, that's fine. And then, and then he's like, just call me um, when season gets close. I'm like, well, season's 30 days away, and I'm talking to you right now. So it's pretty yeah. close if you ask me. But then I had to call him the week before I went out, and I said, I just, um, I'm really just looking to hunt Labor Day weekend, maybe, you know, just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, and he said, yep, go for it. If you run into the guy out there, just tell him I gave you permission. And, and uh, so now I am free this weekend. So I hunted last weekend. I'd be free this weekend, but I'm like, now oh, I feel like I have to call him again and I have to go through this whole rigmarole, and it's just like, I, I'm just over it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I get that. I did. Uh, I ran some cameras out there for a month, um, one cell cam, and so like I said, it's 230 acres, probably maybe 80 acres of beans, and the rest is CRP. Oh really? Grass. And there's probably 50 trees all together on it. So okay. there's a, so you hunt two guys. Well, there's only 50 trees. There's not right. a ton of places to hunt. Yeah. Um, which is fine, I guess. You know, they're kind of little ravines out there. And, uh, it was fun. Uh, I So like I said, I ran some cameras. And I really didn't have anything on it until one week before season opened. I had a bachelor group come through. And I could tell there was one decent buck in there. He was a he was a six by four actually. Um, he had a split two, a, a really no a split G three actually. Dang. And it was really deep, so he would have. I mean, he he was a decent looking deer. Um, I <laughs> I was kind of on the fence if I would shoot him anyways, but if he was in velvet, I think I would have shot him. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, I ended my cell cam subscription on the 31st of august or whatever because i was like i'm going out there i don't really care you know i could right. hunt it anyways um <laughs> and then when i pulled the camera that buck and a couple other bucks were there september 1st at 9 a.m opening morning they were there in broad daylight cut away were they before then too the um the week before they were at at like eight o'clock at night so it was 40 minutes before before dark so you could easily shot them Every time wow. they've, they've been in there in daylight. Right. Um, but, yeah, I have no I never tried to hunt it in the morning. After I got that intel, it wasn't, you know, I hunted it on that. So the first was a Thursday. I hunted it um, the Friday afternoon. And I actually didn't know that they were in there in the morning until, like, Sunday. I think I right. finally, like, I the trail camera had some weird glitch where I couldn't get to the last two days of pictures. So it stopped after my... Um, subscription ended but then some reason I was able to look through after I went back in there to look at them again um, all these buck pictures showed up I was like what in the world so it's it kind of a surprise yeah it was it's like you know what we don't want him to see these ones <laughs> yeah he canceled his subscription yeah fuck that guy <laughs> um, but it I mean it was just it was cool because there is 
there isn't a ton of, like I said, places to hunt, but I kind of jumped around and I only hunted three evening sits. But I went in for the long haul, like I was sitting probably four and a half hours every night. Jesus. <laughs> Why? Just excited? Yeah. Excited. I guess there was a couple of reasons. One, if I ran into Jimmy or, you know, I'm just going to call him Jimmy yeah. or the other guy that was hunting out there, I wanted to be able to talk with him and, or if he's already out there or whatever, I wanted to have a plan. Right. Um, be like, okay, if you're going to hunt that group of trees, I'm going to go hunt this one. Um, the other one is I've never, I've literally stepped foot on the property one time when I hung the camera. So I didn't know exactly what tree I was sitting in and what it was going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, not like it's any different than hunting public, I guess, but, um, I wanted to, plus it was the first time sitting in a saddle. I was going to ask you. chat boat, but, um. I just wanted to make sure I had plenty of time to do everything. But even after the first time, I did it again every, every time. I don't, I don't know. I just wanted to. Better early it was, it was, I had no reason to sit at home. It's either I sit at home or I sit in a tree. So it was kind of yeah. my, um, the, the Monday, the actual Labor Day, when I was out there, I went to check a piece of public that I had a camera on that I pulled. So it was, uh, um, it was a long day because it wasn't that close to where I was hunting and it was a lot of driving and hiking and stuff. But, um, so then I had a long sit again, but it worked out. Um, obviously I didn't shoot anything. Otherwise people would see it, but right. we'd be having, by the cover photo or we'd something. We'd be having a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was fun. It was, it was good to get it out. And I realized how much I love hunting early season. It's the best. You talk about, you know, we, we've said it before, mosquito bites over frostbite. Every time. I didn't even have any mosquito bites. Like yeah. I sat in the tree 13 and a half hours and I didn't have a single mosquito bite in the tree. I had a few mosquitoes buzzing me when I was walking back. Mm -hmm. And um, even two, one night I sat over this little duck pond thing. It was just a little wetland. And the other night I sat over this little watering hole and still nothing. So yeah. I was, and I just realized, like, I spend a lot of time on my phone out there. I know some people are like, oh, you got to be in the woods or, you know. I don't care what they say about that. Yeah. You know, some people read books or have ebooks or listen to music or whatever. I spent a lot of time on my phone just because I spent a lot of time out there. So right. it's really tough if there's no deer moving. Um, but I realized that. It's so nice when your fingers don't hurt. And, I and just your phone doesn't die in three minutes. Yeah, that too. I just had flashbacks to late November last year when you take your phone out and it's freezing and the battery's dying. Mm -hmm. and, and your fingers hurt because you can't even, you know, Everything. you take it out of the gloves. and Yeah, it's just a pain in the butt. Everything's harder. Yeah. Setting your stand. Taking mm -hmm. down your stand, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, just the you whole freaking thing is just a pain in the ass. I mean... If push comes to shove, definitely going to have to hunt late season. And some dudes swear by late season, and the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. But I'd rather get much better at early season <laughs> yeah. and just be done and worry about other stuff. Hunt something else. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you know, hunt Wisconsin. Well, we rifle hunt out there, but, mm -hmm. you know. Awesome. Well, you can shoot two deer in Wisconsin. You could buy a, do a bow tag and a rifle tag. Yeah. You know, so and you're gonna probably get a pile of, of doe tags depending on where you're at out there, anyway. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, early season. 
I, I love it. I love it. And I love that dudes are like, it's too hot. Deer are not moving. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, hey, look at this deer I have on camera. <laughs> Broad fucking daylight. Yeah. Big so, deer. Right. That, I'm like, oh. That's kind of the other thing is people are like, oh, I hate hunting mornings, you know, early season. They're just yeah. waste the time. Well, these deer were moving. Half of my camera picks are probably in the morning. That's insane. And that's good to know, though. I mean, because we'll get into I wanted to talk about some of that stuff here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I personally, mornings for me in the early season have never been, in the last four years, I haven't, you know, from September till mid-October, I've never really seen good bucks mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. And, and maybe I that's... I definitely won't disagree with that. You know. But I just, I think it can be done. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I mean, anything can be done. Anybody can do anything. You know, you see, you see guys that only swear by mornings. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know, but I'm more of an evening guy for sure. But I just, it is, I, the hard part for me, like the reason I didn't go out there and hunt in the morning, is just cause I was lazy. I didn't, I had to come back home, you know, with the hound at home. I just right. didn't want to leave him at home. Like I would have went out there Hunted for a couple hours, drove back home, drove back out there, hunted in the evening, drove back home, and that just would have been a lot. Right. And I just wasn't. I was like, this it's way too early to be doing that. Yeah. Um, that gets to be a lot of driving. Yeah. And a <laughs> quick side note. When I went and uh, went to that public land, I almost totaled my freaking truck. I, okay, I don't know if I was going to total it, but I got freaking scared. So I pulled off on the side of the road, and the ditch was... It just turned into straight up and down. So it sucked my truck in sideways. Oh, shit. And I had two tires just barely on the gravel. So I had, uh, I put her in four-wheel drive and, you know, locked the rear end. And I, uh, as I was going forward, it's still sucking me down further. And I'm like, what am I going to do out here? I don't know. I got lucky and it finally grabbed onto something and I slowly was able to pull myself out. But I was, I literally would have just landed on my freaking door if I would have kept going. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was kind of sketchy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got that's, the heart bumping. bumping that, that's exciting. That's for sure. Is but other exciting. than that, it was good. Um, like I said, first first saddle hunt. I think last that last episode we actually talked about was the gear one, and we, I was talking about buying a saddle. Um, and I really wanted to buy the Cruiser, but I just couldn't. I could spend $600 on a freaking yeah, saddle. Let's, right let's talk about what you got and, you know, and, and what you, uh, what you think about it. Yeah. So I bought the XOP, um, which are out of stock. Are they? Yeah. Well, after you bought it, my coworker, we were, we were looking at getting him stuff for our North Dakota trip and, uh, we were looking on XOP because I was like, mm-hmm. dude, check out these stands. They're nice stands. Like, I like their, you know, from from my dad and brother having them. they very similar to Lone Wolf, but mm-hmm. just cheaper. And they had some bundles. And, and I was looking on their website, and yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't get a saddle. Yeah. Where I would look, if I was him, I would go to Midway USA. Um, really? That's where I bought mine. Larry Potterfield, thanks for your business. I have no idea. What? You really don't know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, my God. There's somebody listening who's going to be like, they're going to know exactly what I just said. Because <laughs> okay. they're on the Outdoor Channel, there used to be 
Hi, I'm Larry Potterfield, Midway USA, and thanks for your business. Oh, or whatever he's, he It said his name, Larry Potterfield. And, well, yeah. it obviously worked because it stuck in your head. Yeah, so. yeah. I bet he's dead now. Probably. Huh. Um, but yeah, it's on sale there for one sixty nine ninety nine or something. Mm. And it's originally 200 bucks. And so this is why I bought it because, well, Kyle had one and I tested it out and it was okay. Mm-hmm. Like I knew it wasn't... He had the XOP? Yeah, he just bought it. Um, and and I knew it wasn't going to be like the most high-end thing. But for $169, you got the platform and the saddle and all the ropes and everything. And that won't even pay for the cruiser platform. So I was like, well, it's a good way to get into it and try it. Right. I think I could... I could deal with it. Yeah. For $170? Are you fucking kidding me? That was my thought after I hemmed and hawed about it. I'm just like, you know what? I'll just buy it. And I can always buy just the plat. You know, I can buy the cruiser saddle and use all the other platform ropes and everything. And I'm still a couple hundred bucks ahead. Yeah. Um, So that's maybe where I'll end up. The first day, I... So... For one, the saddle is kind of weird because it has a um, tether on it where you could wear it like a tree stand harness. Oh, really? um, I cut that right off. And then there's two. There's there's four. Just temp, dude. Just freaking modifying it yeah. right out of the gate. Well, it's just it's extra crap in your way. Yeah. And there's there's actually two sets of leg straps. One I think is supposed to be for the tree stand tether, and one's supposed to be for the saddle. So I cut the tree stand ones off too. So I only got. You know, it it really does help because it's just a lot of nonsense hanging right. around, clunking into crap, and um, tangled up in cob or cockerels and shit. Yeah. yeah. So um, it that it was okay after that. Um, all I did was one test run in a tree in my backyard, and that was it. Before I went out okay. there, um, so I went out there and. I brought three sticks with me, and I realized shortly I'm only going to be a two-stick kind of guy this year. Why is that? I got you convinced. I well, hunt low. <laughs> well, I don't think I ever hunted that high. I always had three no. sticks, but um, with saddle hunting, I can do about twelve feet to the bottom of the platform with two sticks. No kidding. Yeah. Well, they're thirty. But you got long wall sticks. Yeah, yeah they're thirty-inch ones. ones. Yeah. Um, but I measured it, and it was right about 12 feet. And you're standing up 90% of the time, so it's like you're almost you know, 17 at your eye level or whatever. Right. So it's like, that's that's plenty high. Yeah. And um, I don't know. There, was some, there are some arguments for better shot placement and stuff, too, if you're well, not as high. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, uh, I <laughs> after the, the first sit, I was an hour in, and I was like, I need to buy the cruiser. I need mm-hmm. to buy it. this thing. Is this is garbage? Really? <laughs> yeah. Just and uncomfortable. I I think I just I hadn't sat in it, so I was like still working on some things, and I was like, I don't even know how the heck I can sit down like this thing like doesn't like go underneath my butt, so I can like sit in it like a chair, you know, because you can right. sit in it and kneel against the tree and stuff. And the first hour went by, I was like, this sucks. Like, wasn't like uncomfortable enough to get down. It just was like, I think. Spending the extra money would help a guy out. Yeah. And uh, by the end of it, I had made some adjustments where I was like, okay, this this is okay. I, I'll rate it like a 6 out of 10 right now. And um, 
the next day I come back and I hiked in to the one that was right by the little duck pond and they weren't that far walks you know a couple hundred yards and I got into this nasty tree it was no I, I would hang my lone wolf in there too because I think that thing could hang in about anything but yeah. this was a willow tree that had fallen over but it's still living in the shots and branches straight up so the main tree was horizontal mm -hmm. and then it was shooting some trunks some branches that were large they're like eight inch ten inch branches so they're very large um so i was able to wiggle up in them they were kind of they weren't straight up and down they had a little bit of lean to them mm -hmm. um but i was i was able to hang in it and i was like okay this is this is what i need to test this thing out on because i hang in some stupid trees right well, you have and, to and it worked pretty well and that day i feel like i got it figured out i was like okay this thing's pretty comfortable like um, unfortunately, like I, at work, I sit all like a lot mm -hmm. and that was one fear of mine. I was like, Oh, if I'm standing in the saddle, is it gonna, is my feet going to kill me? And it wasn't too bad for like, I, I got it now where I can sit down, but I only sit down for a few minutes. It's kind of reverse of tree stand hunting instead of tree stand hunting. I'd sit down for 90% of the time, stand for 10% of the time. Now stand 90% of the time and sit for 10 so see I'm the other way you stand Even, a lot I you're... stand a lot yeah I, I've heard people and I just I just I never did yeah and I mean maybe that's not the right thing to do but I'd say it's better I just if you're feel... standing because you're more you're ready yeah that's exactly what it is that I feel it definitely more... helps if you're only six eight ten feet off the ground too mm -hmm. you can't really stand up and right no eyesight. and that's and that's a lot of it too you know and I a lot of it too when I've I've mentioned it in way back um, I like to put my stand platform facing away from where I think they're going to be. Yep. So, cause you know, hunting so low, I like to have at least a little something between yep. me and it's the pretty much like saddle. On the yeah. Platform. I've definitely done that before too, where you put the tree between you and the mm -hmm. deer trail that you think they're coming on. And I just, I feel like I'm way more attentive at that point. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. I, um, it, so I, <laughs> I, I guess I don't know what I'd rate it now. It's still probably like a high six, six and a half, maybe close to seven. Mm. Um, but I don't feel the need to buy a cruiser at this point. Really? So I'm pretty happy about that. Well, that's good to know. I mean, I'm sure people like to hear that too because, I don't know. And I know just... everyone's like, oh, you know, if your buddy has one, go test one. Like for any of the saddle brands, it's like, oh, before you go buy one, go test one out. Well, for 170 bucks, you can have your own and try it. Yeah. And really, if it doesn't work out, just sell it on Marketplace, you know, if they're selling out places mm -hmm. or whatever, if you can get your hands on one. Um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't I did enjoy it, though. I I don't know if I'm going to carry my stand at all, besides for maybe, like, the rut. When I, right. I, I have a, right now, I'll probably, I have, like, 10 days off for that first week, and then a few days, a few days at the end of October through all through the first week in a gun season i have off right now so um for some of those hunts yeah maybe i'll bring the old right. wolf with but other than that i think this is gonna be uh <laughs> i definitely know what the craze is about now i feel right. like after after sitting when i'm sure you know it's light it's mobile it's light and just think now i'm only carrying two sticks so it's like right it's uh super light it is nice yeah i don't know i mean if that's that's good to hear. That makes that inspires me to even want to go try one. Yeah. 
Yeah. And too bad you cut down your trees back here, otherwise you can... Oh, you, you can wouldn't have been them. able to get in that fucking tree. <laughs> I know, that, that thing was huge. <laughs> Good God. But, no, yeah, it's definitely... If, if, uh, if anyone wants to try it, you can definitely give me a call. I'll let you put it on, but... Right. Um, like I said, for 170 bucks, get your hands on one, too. Yeah. You can't even buy it. I mean, you, buying a decent tree stand nowadays is getting to be outrageous anyways. So yeah. It's like... It, it's sad. It's it's hard for a guy to, you know, to even test it out and get into it. You, it's, how do you test it out and know that you're going to like it if you get shit equipment? Well, yeah, you go buy and, them on their special yeah. and then you realize, like, this thing is clunky, this sucks. it's why would loud. I, yeah, why would I want to do this? This sucks, sucks to carry. Things. It's like, but the, you know, the ideal ones are $700. Two, $250 to 6 7 yeah. yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, but I get it. They got to make money too, but it's just frustrating. And that's what I mean. That's kind of the hope with this XOP is: are there going to be some more places trying to do a budget-friendly one? You know, it kind of it reminds me of like the Tacticam debate, where Tacticam came out with the first hundred-dollar cell cam. Now there's twenty mm -hmm. of them out there. This is a saddle platform mm -hmm. for under two hundred bucks. Next year they're going to be five right. more to follow. Hopefully, I mean, that, hopefully. I mean, that's ideally what. Obviously, you'll, you'll still have probably those. It's not going to be different than stands nowadays, where you're going to still have seven hundred dollar ones. But right. hopefully, there's some budget friendly ones to well, get rocking with. And I know a lot of people say like saddles are, they're not really a fad. They just have blown up lately because you know they've been around for twenty years. Right. People are realizing that they can walk a lot further, and they're pretty dang comfy. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be running the lone wolf over here. <laughs> yeah. Just what it's gonna be. Yeah. And I actually had to take it apart a little bit, take the seat off, and mess with the washers. Thought about putting bearing grease on them. Just a light. Odor to it. Huh? Is that gonna have an odor to it? <laughs> if it does, oh well. Okay. I mean. I think they have some kind of odorless lubricant that's that is for. Because it stuff. the seat squeaks a little bit. Yeah. And it's annoying. It drives me crazy. You know, because while walking through a slough last year, I think that's what did it. No, oh, yeah. You know, the yeah. slough was up to my freaking, just below my chest. Yeah. You know. I don't know. The, uh, the only other thing I was going to talk about on uh, South Dakota is I got an email yesterday about the new... Um, they're doing a survey right now for, I think they're doing it for like all species, but they're doing one. They did a whitetail on that, a whitetail archer on it. That one intrigued me and scared me because it, it was like, it was over the last three years. I think this is my third year hunting third. Yeah. Third year hunting South Dakota right now. And it was like, it was just asking like in the last three years, what have you seen for pressure on public land, private land between residents or non-residents? Um, what do you think they should do with their deer licenses? Like, cause their deer licenses have went up X percent. I don't remember the exact number, but, really? it, but once they said that, I was like, Oh my God, they're going to go to, they're going to try to make it more difficult. Make a draw system, they're like gonna, an actual. Yeah. Probably similar to their rifle one, which yeah. kind of scared me. Cause I'm like, well, I, like I, I wrote on there. I was like, okay, like I understand you guys are maybe looking at it from a deer aspect, if you are, I don't really know. I don't, th there was only like 5,000 
non-residents that hunted or something like or 5,000 archer yeah non I don't know I don't know the exact numbers but I, I was like if you're looking at like saving deer and you're gonna make it harder to get to South Dakota I don't think people are gonna it's not a fantasy land state like there are some great bucks out there but I don't think people are gonna put in like three years of preference points to go archery hunt out there I would just go to North Dakota I mean North Dakota's already See. at that point for mule deer but yeah, um, I, it just scared me. I was like, okay, well, this is gonna suck if next year they take that away. Like they just changed the antelope, archery antelope this year, where it's bucks only this year instead of last forever before that it was either sex. Right. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm 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 nervous to see what to come because I just started going out there and now I feel like they're gonna throw a wrench into it. And just three four years ago they changed it from September first for non residents. It was four or five, September 1st for non-residents, and now they switched it to October 1st for non-residents right. on public. Um, so that sucks. South <laughs> Dakota is smart, though. Why? They got better. It's a better state <laughs> as not, far as, you know. I'm not going to argue. I mean, they, like I, they have better deer hunting. It's nice. They have a lot less pressure. A lot less pressure. But obviously, um, they're still worried about pressure. Which... I don't get. I mean, I get, but I don't know. It's all situational. Like, there's, there's got to be pockets where there's more deer than there is other. And yeah, I get it. You know, most of the what is it? The western part of the state just got hammered with EHD. Yeah. You know, so then they're maybe like, oh well. Yeah, they could have some West River from now on might be draw, which. Oh, well, I guess, whatever. Like, and, and I guess maybe it is draw right now, but it's almost a given from what I understand. Yeah, it it is. It should, from my understanding, it's a given for archery equipment. I mean, obviously, I would, I'd say it might be stemming back to residents being pissed off where, you know, there's residents that have to apply for a gun tag every single year to hunt in the East River. And it's not very easy to draw that tag. No, that's a... So I'm sure when a non-resident can go in there and shoot one every single year with an archery or with archery equipment, it's pissing people off. Like, I, yeah, I can understand that, but... Right. I don't know. It's going to suck if they just... If if it's going to make it more challenging for bow hunters out there. Right. Um, one thing I did learn taking that survey, though, is... Maybe I didn't read the regulations well enough, or I just, you know, I, I knew there had to be a reason behind it, but you could buy a statewide tag, or you could buy a West River tag, or you could buy an East River tag for archery. Well, I found out you can buy an East River and West River tag, so you could shoot two bucks in South Dakota. Well, that's strange. Yeah. One East River, one West River, or you can just buy one statewide tag. Right. You can't buy two statewide tags. So I, that's, that's kind of what it sounded like. From the survey, because I'd made a comment about, do, do you buy statewide? Do you buy East River? Do you buy East and West? I was like, oh. So, yeah, obviously, that's, they asked, like, what what do you think we could do to cut down on, if we had to cut something, what do you think we should do? Should we go with just statewide, leave it the same way? Should we go just West River, East River, right. kind of things? But um, I was like, well, okay, yeah, maybe people don't need to kill two bucks out there, but. I never even knew about it. So I don't know how, right. many people, how many people... I said, I want to see the statistics of people buying two buck tags and killing one West River, one East River. Because if they are, kudos, because that's awesome. Right. But um, I don't... And, I don't know. 
It must be nice having a state that actually like listens to you. Yeah, I'm you true. know what I mean. I mean like, it sounds like it is a lot of resident driven, but right. this is all stipulation coming from me. Yet. I mean, that's crazy. That's I, you know, and that's of course how it would work because they you now go to a strict. You know, it's harder for a non-resident the year, like, next year, I'd love to buy my South Dakota license, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so that would make sense that this would happen. <laughs> yeah, of you know, So I could, you know, I understand now. <laughs> yeah, just um, all based around you. Yeah, it's just a target on me. So yeah. I got one more segue quick, and then we can talk about whatever you had to talk about. But um, I had a conversation with the DNR officer a couple of weeks ago at a hunter safety um, training, and... Um, he was, he was talking about Minnesota gun season, and um, get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, his, I, you know, we got talking about rifles mm-hmm. and rifles in the south zone because I think he was just at the game fair the weekend before that or whatever, oh. and he said that was a big question. Like, when's when are we going to open it up to rifles statewide? And um, I said, hopefully never. <laughs> That's what I told him. And, and he said, yeah, you know, I hear a lot of that, obviously, from bow hunters. But I said, how do you think rifle hunting in the south is safe? You know, it's a lot f- more flat land and compared to once you get, you know, north of St. Cloud, it's tree. And there's a lot more trees. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, yeah, I, I, you know, that argument is, is very valid. And I think we definitely wouldn't have a lot more calls on issues with, you know, people shooting too close to residences. I think or, there'd be a lot more poaching. That too. I think there'd be a lot big, there would be a lot of big deer shot, you know, running across a field mm-hmm. at 300 yards, you're just launching shots. Um, his fear is, since they've already made it so lax on handguns, um, you know, people are modifying handguns to have, you know, short barrels, but stocks on them and stuff. So mm-hmm. they, but they can shoot 15 rounds at a deer. He said that is just as bad as a rifle because he said people are literally unloading every single time they see a deer like he's like i've seen it where it's boom 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 boom, boom. and then, and then there's 15 rounds of handgun ammunition run flying through there mm-hmm. obviously it doesn't have the carry velocity but um he said he, he sees it or you hear a lot of it like when people are like pushing cornfields or whatever and people are just spraying and praying in a cornfield and, that's so dangerous yeah that, so that's what his fear is he said They've already made it so lax. They're never, if they took it back, there would be a huge uprising. So he thinks they're probably just going to keep going to letting rifles. And then he thinks it should be safer, which I don't know. But he said, if they're carrying a rifle, he's hoping that It's easier to regulate for five rounds. Yeah. And and just taking ethical shots and... That's such bullshit. I don't know. That's such But I was bullshit. thinking the same thing where it's like, well, if you're walking a cornfield at 270 and a deer's bedded, you're just fucking blowing it to pieces at 30 yards. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, was a, it was an interesting conversation to have with him, that's for sure. And he yeah. wasn't really for it or against it. He just, he just thought, like, how the state was. They're not going to take away regulations that they just put into place. Right. Well, why don't we work on an antler restriction before rifles, then? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Because then that would push for ethical shooting. You can't just shoot at Or a lot more buck. poaching. Or a lot more poaching. But, I mean, how would... You know, obviously, yeah, there there could be a lot more poaching with that. But if you had an antler restriction, then you're not going to have people launching rounds at a, a fucking forky running yeah. across a cornfield. What kind of antler restriction do you like? Um, Three points on one side, you know? 
I don't know. How? What? Well, I don't know. I don't know what an antler restriction yeah. looks like. No, that's just it. There, there are so many nowadays. It's kind of the. Um... And that's not including eye guards or brow times okay. or whatever. You know what I mean? So I know that you know that is you know so three or four pointer. point yeah four points on one side and then people are like, well, what about those big six pointers? What are you gonna do with them? You let them pass. Um, I know some of them are like three points on one side or a thirteen inch inside spread, which I don't know if you got a tape measure out to. Why don't we make it an 18 inch inside spread? Oh, yeah, then there'd be a heck of a lot of poaching. I think it's just easy to go off the ears, though, you know, it has to be close to the ears. Yeah, and that's 18. (laughs) You know? It could be. Yeah. You shoot a two and a half year old, it might be 16. That's true. um, Yeah, I don't, that's just. Then, you know, antler restrictions are interesting to me, too. I think it would be, I think it would be cool to, Mm -hmm. I'd like to see it in a, a controlled area, like, do it. I don't even want to do it in the southwest or <laughs> do it in like central area and just watch just see what happens after like two years here's my deal like if in a fantasy world that i live in that i'd love to see fuck it make it your rifle season but then have it set up like south dakota where residents have to draw for a, a <laughs> rifle tag yeah you know That'd and be- then you have a fraction of the hunters gun hunting you know, then let's see. Let's see how fired up people are about a, you know, having rifle season because yeah. half of them aren't going to get to hunt. You know, that'll never happen. But if that's if the, if you want to look at it from that standpoint, well, there's so many people. Well, then yeah, make it a draw. It, you know, it, you can yeah, only get draw hard. once every four years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like South Dakota. Yeah. Sometimes for them residents, those they only get drawn three four times in their life. Yeah. You imagine that only being able to hunt with a gun four times in your entire life? Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, I, and I it'd think, piss a lot of people off, but yeah, I think I think my, it would really hurt the hunting industry and I, heritage. The hunting industry is hurting itself the way it is. Well, that's we'll true. get into that later. <laughs> okay, on a on a new episode. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, I guess I'd, I'd be interested. You know, so the shitty part is the southwest. And the extreme north are the only places that are like one deer right now. Right. And everything else, you could pretty much either sex or um, have bonus tags. So I think that would change really quick if you put rifles in people's hands because they'd be laying Success down. Success rate would you know, go way up. They would lay down a lot of deer. Yeah. And then it, it might, it would, I don't know if it would have to go back to buck only or if it would, or if it would go to. Some kind of draw after a couple I'd years. love a draw. I don't know if they'd ever go to it, though. Honestly, I think they'd... It's such a fucking sissy state. Yeah. I think there's too much politics involved. Yeah. There really is. There really is. It's sad. It's terrible. I hate it. Um, but at the same time, we are fortunate we have all the public lands we do, and that's how we get funding is through all the tags and everything and people participating. But it's... There's two sides to it. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. And my my devil's advocacy for rifle hunting in the state, which would make it okay, would be look at the flatlands of Kansas, look at South Dakota, look at North Dakota. They all use rifles. They're way more flat out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's where I'm like, fuck, like, hopefully they don't, they don't think of that. But you, you just know? said they're draw. I'm pretty sure Kansas is draw. Yeah. I don't know if the residents get them, but I know I'm it's sure not it's a easy draw. to go... Uh, yeah. Non-resident. Yeah. So, I mean, then make non-residents have a draw. Yeah. Because we probably, 
I don't, I've, I mean, I don't know, but the way it's set up is Minnesota's gun opener is two weekends before Wisconsin's gun opener. So you could get a lot of Wisconsin dudes over here. Yeah. Yeah, you can't tell me we're not getting South Dakota guys that can't hunt deer with guns. Yeah, true. I never, you I know? don't, I've never, I don't run into it because I don't. Me neither. I, I really have. But I definitely, looking at it, I was like, how many states don't, besides Wisconsin, I feel like everyone else around us, you would probably have to draw to get in on their gun season. Yeah. And maybe even their archery season, depending on what species you're hunting. There's yeah, I mean... I don't know. But Wisconsin has a lot more a higher deer population and deer cover. Yeah. I don't know. It's such a it'll you gotta appreciate these days that we are in because they <laughs> are the what, good old days. It'd be, well that's that's it's interesting because I hear that a lot is like people complain about land prices and stuff and they're like you know, back in my day, or the good old days, you could buy land for 400 bucks an acre. Yeah, and a well, case of beer. in 20 years, yeah. these are the good old days where you can buy land for, you know, recreational recreational hunting land for four grand an acre. Right. You know, it might be 10 grand an acre in 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be interesting to see what Haven grows up with, what her kind of regulations she's got. I just hope she finds a dude that owns a shit ton of land <laughs> that hunts and lets me hunt. <laughs> All right, we can go on a date, but... My dad's hunting your land. This yeah, year. yeah. He's gonna come ask for a hand in marriage, and I'm gonna say, "Here's the deal. <laughs> I'm gonna need two hundred acres. <laughs> two hundred acres parceled off in my name. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll. Then that's fine. Yeah. We'll talk. Yeah. After that, you get you come up with the papers, and then we'll figure it out. Oh, good, you know? good luck with that. <laughs> it's just thievery. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, yeah, this these are the glory days, the good old days, the whatever of our time. Like, it's not going to get better. It's not like Minnesota is going to pull their head out of their ass and all of a sudden we're going to have these awesome regulations and laws and that allow deer to grow as they should, yeah. you know, which sucks. Because I firmly believe... I firmly freaking believe in my heart if minnesota was managed properly if you put minnesota and iowa on the same like gun hunting and bow hunting and just set up minnesota the same way iowa is set up we would be a monster buck state yeah without a freaking doubt without a doubt at we least have, that lower two-thirds yeah well the upper, upper dude i've my in-law, my brother-in-law, they have giants up in Bemidji. Maybe yeah, I say Bemidji and South, you're probably good. Right, but yeah. But that, you get into yeah. the big woods. It gets pretty nothing. wolfy. Yeah. You know, but... Winters are tough on deer. Yeah. But, I mean, we could have... Yeah, I don't deer. disagree with that. I Well, I think they're big deer. Now, Regardless, yeah. I think you probably could have a lot more. Mm-hmm. It could be just stupid. But it'll never be. And yeah. we just got to roll with it, and we just got to, you know, just hunt. Just do your thing. Yeah. You know? I'm just going to fill the walls while I can. You know? reminisce afterwards. You know, the deer are just going to get smaller, you know, the older <laughs> God, they get. Not. They're just going to get smaller. Now, well, it, it sucks. It sucks to think about. It bums me out thinking about having a rifle season, although it makes so many people's day. Yeah. You know, 
they, I don't know. It, whatever. But, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> if we had a rifle season, you're fucking right. You're fucking I would buy a rifle. Yeah. I would have a freaking 700. You'd be the guy out there pushing. I'd have a Remington 700, and I'd perch up on a ridge, and I would snipe something. <laughs> Over the cattails. Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, you imagine the places we go and the way we hunt? Mm-hmm. You can't tell me we couldn't crack a freaking slammer. Yeah. If you gave us a rifle, it'd be, it'd be easy. It'd take the fun out of it, you know? Yeah. And take the challenge out of it. But then again, people don't want to feel that challenge when they go hunting. Yeah. And I don't blame them because it's not about, it's not about that. (laughs) It's about people being outside and being happy. We started this with, uh. Being excited for season, and then we're going to end yeah, up with it's uh, all your Debbie fault. Downer. <laughs> you just brought up the fucking rifle topic. God dang. Sorry, it just popped in my head when I was sitting No, there. and it's fine, though. It's It was just interesting to hear yeah. a conservation officer's take on it. You know what another interesting thing is? Hmm. Right now, he's covering, like, seven counties. Not really seven counties, but, like, freaking close. From, like, Marshall all the way up to, what did he even say? It's north of Madison. What was his name? Derek? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I got his phone number and his name in my phone right now. Yeah, I got the DNR officer's um, number it's, um, name. Matson or Madness or what? I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but that they just... Daniels? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's that. the guy I got. <laughs> no, that, one's, that one's way too far north. Oh. He would be uh, to the lower part of that. Okay. Or maybe he won't be. Maybe he took over that one too. Only he only took it over because they're hiring new people. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Oh well. No, it's... Did you want to say anything about your North Dakota hunt? Yeah, it, it'll be so. Kind of. Gosh. It's coming up two weeks. It's, yeah, it's coming up literally. Not even two. It's like. Thirteen days. Yeah. I'll be in North Dakota in thirteen days. I cannot wait. So it was kind of close to a last minute as in Braden's world, it would be a last minute trip. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I'd say beginning of August, I was talking to Bart and I got the go ahead from Dakota. She's like, yeah, whatever. Um, started planning a North Dakota trip. Cool. Awesome. Didn't work out to go Labor Day because I've... You know, Labor Day is kind of that weekend that I just take and I spend with my family. And it's just, it's a good one to do that with. You know, it's, yeah, would it be cool to go out and shoot a velvet buck? It would have been ideal. Absolutely. It's great weather. And is that going to happen someday? Absolutely. Hopefully. For the next 18 years? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> but I'm not too worried about it. Life don't revolve around that. Um, so. Well, your life might not, but. Oh, well, it can't. Yeah, (laughs) just plain and simple yeah you know you'll you'll get there someday (laughs) i hope not i'm I'm hoping no so we got it planned and we were like oh let's you know we wanted to go early um because i we we kind of have a a little camp set in place right now in minnesota for the end of october so i was like fuck it let's just go end of september you know it's still early it's still nice out so Got that going, and yeah, it'll be, it's, it's a short trip, 
That so, was my biggest setback. Yeah. Well, and, two, two things with the short notice. I like I said earlier, all my weekends are pretty much scheduled right now. I go to well, I go to buy. It just didn't make sense for me. But what are you there? Three days. You got three days to kill something. Yep. Yep. We'll get out there Thursday, Thursday night. We'll hunt Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday morning, and then we'll come okay. back. Yeah, we're gonna be Monday. So, so yeah, it'll be. I don't know. I'm not. I'm going out there to shoot a deer. Yeah. It's either sex. Suspensive deer. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, it's not about. That was shooting. my thing. It's it not about like... shooting a big buck. Yeah. You know. I mean, would it be awesome? Would it be cool to go out there and just, you know, spend ten days out there? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. Realistically. Can I do that right now? No. No. So it's it's just it's a it's a deer hunting trip, mm-hmm. you know. And this is kind of the fun part too, is you got from what I heard, it sounded like you had a decent crew. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how many people are still going. Or we whatever. got me, Hunter, my coworker, Pete, um, my dad, and my brother Tyler, and it's gonna be awesome. It'll be a fun deer camp. Even yeah. Arrow isn't flowing. Yeah, and and like I said, I think Friday night, I think I'm going to hold off. If I don't see a buck Friday night, or I'm going to, Friday night's the only night I'll wait for a buck. After that, I'm shooting anything. Brown, (laughs) it's down. You know, I don't care. You'll say that he's coming back with a story. Yeah, I passed a doe and a fawn because she was with this. And then there was a spiker and I didn't want to shoot him. Yeah, probably (laughs) too, though. I'll just. That's how it goes. I'll just do. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. I do remember who it was. I'm not going to call him out. But he shot a spiker in late season and he put his stocking hat on its head so people wouldn't see the the spikes. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, like I said. It's it's a trip to go out there and have fun, make memories, shoot a deer. Yeah. I don't care. You know, look at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I go out there to shoot a deer. I don't give a shit what it is, you know. Um Minnesota's this is my time. This is this this is where I spend the most time to, you know, hold out for a nice one. And you know, it'll be fun. I'm I'm really excited for it. I think the camaraderie will be yeah. worth it. That's one reason that I really would have liked to go, just because I don't know right. who who's going. So yeah, and if if I don't know, and if something dies, it's gonna it's be gonna, gonna be rowdy, wild. Yeah, yeah. someone's gonna shoot a mega spiker, and it's just gonna be oh, we're gonna circle the wagons. <laughs> yeah, if somebody shoots us, it'll be awesome. So no, and and it'll be fun. It'll be a good change of pace. A good you know. Be for me, like I said, my goal throughout the deal is to just shoot a deer. After last year, I I just need to kill something. Yeah. Um, I don't care what it is. That's I've true. never felt more deadly than I do right now. Kind of sp- kind of I've expensive bow now. So yeah, you I've spent I've spent so much time shooting and getting my setup dialed in and getting my shot process figured out and dialed in, and just really becoming a better archer and. For that, I feel so confident this year, but also I've lacked on scouting. Mm. So that's where I'm like, ah, well, fuck it. (laughs) But at the same time, I have a file cabinet full of spots and years of hunting these spots and knowing the whens and, you know, like, and not saying I know these spots perfectly, but I have all this 
previous knowledge to go off of and it's still always at the end of the day it takes a little bit of luck yeah you know so it's like i don't know and and one thing that i loved i was listening to working class and they were talking about and it really hit me because that's what what it used to be it's like these guys that have had kids and families and and uh that can't hunt all like you know yeah like like i used to like i used to go out before I had Haven, there wasn't a weekend I wasn't in a tree. Mm-hmm. And they're like, when when you're forced to hunt certain days, like you can't hunt all these days, but you can, you know, you have to cut it down and pick and choose. They're like, it really has brought them to another level. And then I got to thinking and I was like, fucking A. Like last year. I only got to go 15 times maybe, which isn't a lot, but that's a lot to some people. Yeah. But I had the best damn year ever. Like I was True. having like luck and success wasn't capitalizing though, which sucks. But at the same time, I was like, I was forced to hunt a different. You're more dialed every time you're you going had out, to you be. be thinking about what. But I mean, and that's not to say. You should be every time, but. In, yeah, exactly. And that's not to say when I you know, when I could before Haven and, you know, all that, that I wasn't trying or wasn't, you know, dialed in, Mm -hmm. I was still learning and I'm, I will forever learn. That's why I love bow hunting because it's such a, it is such a freaking like emotional and mental and physical test. Every time you go out, you know, if you can't learn something every time you go out, like, I don't know. There's always something to be learned. Yeah. Even if you kill one or, you know, if you miss one or you don't see one. Like, yeah. why? Should be a really you should one. always be asking why, you know? Like, they were why? all here last week and now yeah. they're not. Why? You know, like, yeah. what didn't I see? What What did I see this time that I didn't see this time? Yeah, I definitely, this, um, I started, I, I did start my journal in my phone this time because I know we had some people in the past that have had mm-hmm. kept it on their notes app or whatever. Yeah. And I keep a lot of notes in my app and I started keeping a, a diary of every time I sit, what I'm seeing, what's the weather like and you know where's the wind right. and, and how and that's long huge. I'm sitting. Yeah, so I think it'll be interesting to go back and look. And I think it'll be, like you said, like I'm hunting some of the same spots that I hunted last year and mm-hmm. just building knowledge. And, and then once you start putting the... Put this diary on top of it. We'll see what happens. Well, and it'll be really cool to look back and be like, you know, years down the road too. It'll be like, well, looking back, here's this, mm-hmm. and I seen him this day, same situation. Why didn't I see him this day? Yeah. Are you recording moon phase? No. Are you recording like? It's a date, so I could go back and look. Right. You know. But I think that's something I'm actually going to put a little more attention to this year. The moon phase. I think. Some people are... Some people swear home. by it. I Some d- people... I don't. I don't either. I'm going to pay attention to it. I'm not going to base everything off of that. Yeah. But I think there might be some, you know, there might be some truth to some of it. You know? Like, I get a little frisky on a full moon. <laughs> you know? I mean... Nah, I'm just kidding. But, I don't know. There's... It's it's so much, there's so much to it, you know. And aside from just killing the deer or shooting a deer, there's so much more to it. Yeah. And that's what my off-season was this year was being a better archer. 
And I think I've, I've gotten leaps and bounds better. I do believe that. You know, like you said, bought a new bow. Got dialed in on that. And threw a I, wrench in it, bought new arrows, changed the sight, uh, do all that. Oh god. <laughs> bought wrong arrows. You don't even need to right. God damn. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster. But it's been a lot of fun and I don't know. Like I said, bottom line, North Dakota. Coming I can't quick. it's coming quick. I can't wait to just get out there. I can't wait to spend those days and just think about nothing but trying to kill a deer mm-hmm. and feeling not like a kid again, but maybe <laughs> just going out and just hunting a deer, just being, just deer hunting. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. fun it's just, to get caught It is up. kind of going back. It's like, yeah, not, you don't care. There's no pressure of no, shooting a big one. There's not. And any deer is a trophy at that point, you know? And it's like, yeah, would I love to go out there and shoot a wall mounter? Yeah. If I see one, am I going to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to shoot that because why would I do that? No, I absolutely. So here's what's what's going to happen if you see one at 400 yards and then the and rest of be, the trip you're like, I can't shoot this one because yeah, I've seen the big one. Yeah, but yeah, you know. no, and there's there's some to it, you know, that. I'm hoping you get a pile pick. Pile pick, that's well, I don't goal. care what it is. That is the goal. Five, six deer down. And yeah, and like. There. Like I said, it's it's to go out and just be a bow hunter again. Just to, you know, go out and hunt deer and not worry about shooting the big one. Yeah. You know, you got this many days, go shoot one. Who cares? It's going to be, you know, it, it'll be, it's a, good crew, it's a good crew to do it with too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know if you were out there, you would love every second of it because you're like, fuck yeah, let's kill some deer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. It'll be a lot of fun. I just, I, I just really hope, I just really hope we shoot some deer. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good test. So, the goal is to eat deer heart. Perfect. That is a good goal. At camp, and uh, drink a lot of bush lights. <laughs> yeah, I figured so. <laughs> because it's gonna be kill and cut. Yeah. And get it in the freezer. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. So, and then, and then there's another thing that we kind of missed and, and I spent, you know, which I've learned from you. <laughs> Cody's not the best really, regulation. No, yeah, to really, well, to comb through the regulations and I spent a lot of time reading them and this and that and the do's and don'ts and, um, it's, it's their resident only duck opener that weekend. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, whatever. Yep. I'm Push them out of the swamp. Get exactly. The that's that's where my head went. I was like, perfect. Well, then, I don't know how I missed it, but it is their youth gun hunt, and it ends that Sunday. It's like the 15th through the 23rd, which I'm like, why would they have their youth gun hunt the same weekend as their resident duck opener? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me, for that's one. That's very interesting. Um, so I was kind of pissed about that. So we're going to have to wear blaze orange, which whatever, I guess. I'm interested to see what kind of pressure there is from that. I, me too. And like, I think there's definitely some non-populated parts of the state where mm-hmm. I feel like you're like, eh, is there... yeah, maybe we'll see a couple people on a big high rise in the middle of a section. That's right? exactly what I expect. Yeah. Any youth hunter that's going out, is probably going to be sitting in a box stand on yeah. private. Which I think will be huge. I think it'll be beneficial for us to get deer off of where they normally 
Would be. Yeah. And I think that might make morning hunts a little better too. You know, get these deer moving around. They're looking for new bedding spots. They're like, oh God, like. <laughs> get blasted out. Yeah. So. So that's interesting. Yeah, I think that's that's neat. And I know when I hunted North Dakota, we were just talking about it, but when I hunted North Dakota too, um, for ducks, they always have that weekend, the pheasant weekend, like you said, yep. that they knock non-residents off the public land, which is just crazy to think about. It's like another thing, talking about Minnesota, they never do that. No. And I don't they know. They would if, never. I don't know if South Dakota, well, South Dakota does it kind of with their, you can't hunt before, you know. October 1st on their public land. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how, well, like, they both respect their residents and their... Yeah, well, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they bash Minnesota so much. Dude, and actually, I'm going to rip on... I don't know who it was on YouTube, but that nutsack posted scouting Minnesota public lands on, on the map, mm. and it had, like, I don't know how many thousand views. I'm like, dude, fuck off. Like... <laughs> I, I just want well, the one that I sent you or not that one? Yeah, because yeah. you had sent it in that group chat. Yep. I had watched it the day that day or the day before. Yep. And I was like, what are we doing here? Like, why is this a thing right now? Yeah. Like, And it's all, there's a lot of people doing it where they're breaking down. They're obviously breaking down a bunch of states. Yeah, just and it's, it's just a measuring contest, I think. Yeah. I Like, I think <laughs> it, there's, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't know. Like, I know there's a lot. There's just, I would feel bad for some of those spots they're putting out there. I yeah, don't even want to know what they look like right now with no boot prints. Because you got every Johnny Appleseed in the metro that's like, oh god, hey, I'm going there. Yeah, like that's where Jimmy they, shot it. Yeah. There's a big bucks this, there. This I'm dude going. shot three Pope and Youngs on YouTube, and I and he says this would be a good spot. So yeah. I'm going. And it's like, if you, thankfully, I made sure to watch this whole thing. Cause I was like, stay out of here, stay out of where I hunt. Yeah. You know, I would have fucking flagged it. Dude, <laughs> I would have marked it. I would have went on there. Dude, I would have flagged that video as offensive. Yeah. Like, or something made up like, Shared oh, it and said, he please, said, please. yeah, this is offensive because he said the word dog yeah. and I prefer he say cat, you know, or something, something stupid to get it taken down. Maybe we should just do it. Just flag the shit out of it. Because the, why the hell? Dude lives the, in like Texas. Yeah. Like, I, I really don't mind those guys. I do. <laughs> it annoys me. The, the, the thing that they were nice about is they didn't choose just Minneapolis and go, you know, pick six different places around there because they would all just got wrecked. Yeah. You know, they did bounce around the state at least. Probably didn't help things. No. But, uh yeah, it was it was interesting. I watched that, and then I was watching them. Um, I watched the hunting public do one, but it was on private land that they broke down with a group of hunters, right? Which was um, probably better. But I, there is so many people that I've seen, and some people are are just like they didn't do it. They didn't block any of the names of where they're at. You know, some people break down public land with a blur out stuff, so it's like mm-hmm. you you have to do a lot of research to figure out where they're going. And there's still losers that do that. Oh yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I just watched one. I think it was in Missouri, and he. I literally was looking at this online the week beforehand. I was looking at that piece of property, and it was a good chunk. And uh, he went in, he broke it down, left all the names up, rivers, everything, and you could go right to it. I'm like, oh my god, I just looked at this spot. Yeah, like, yeah well, like, definitely not, not going there. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't get like, you know, and that's something, uh, I don't know. And we, I can't say much of it because it's like, you know, we have a podcast, we talk about hunting, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, the hunting public, great guys, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Sure. you got that. And then you got all these big, time, big names, like the hunting beast, this and that. Are they, and this me, this is big Matt Ranella shit right here. Is it actually good? You know? overpopulating like really pushing this public land narrative which yes it is financially good it creates funds it creates this and that it probably helps get purchase this and that more land yeah but it's like maybe i'm starting to see the old timer side of it that's like yeah go learn it but at the same time i i'm so hypocritical because i've learned so much from these guys so it's like i feel so two ways about it but at the same time, it's just like, God dang, dude, yeah. when are you guys going to stop? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, when is enough enough? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I definitely, I think that's a bad thing about social media. It's good it's, and bad. Yes. I, I just listened to another podcast today about a similar thing where this guy had posted, he posted a trail cam picture of a world-class buck and uh, it was it's still alive. And he posted the pin of where he took it. And it was on private, but that doesn't help anything. No. Like, uh-huh. there was, you know, you're, the pressure in that area just went, phew. like, people yeah. are trying to get on, or I, poaching would scare me, too, because, like, he posted that picture. And you then better I guess hope was, you own that land. I think he did, or okay. whatever, but then there was other people that were posting pictures of that buck, or genetics that were the same, so it was, like, this area that just had great genetics. I think it was in Illinois. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but it was oh, like... dumb. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I would be... That's why you just get worried of posting anything on Facebook anymore. Well, yeah. I mean... Not that I have 200-inch deer or even 100-inch deer. I wouldn't <laughs> post a hundred and... Possible 130-inch deer I have a picture of. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't do that. No. I don't get... I mean, there's so many dudes that it's like... I get the inclusion part of it. Like, they want to feel a part of something because they probably don't have buddies that they can go and talk to. Yeah. You know? Um, like, it was funny. I was having a conversation with my coworker that's going out to North Dakota with me. And I was telling him how when I'm going out to a spot, I always talk to you. And I always talk to Bart. And I tell you guys what I'm doing. And I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. Like, this is what I'm doing. Da-da-da-da. Like... What do you think? You know, we always have that conversation. And he's like, that is fucking cool. Mm -hmm. I never thought of that. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, when I go, I just keep to myself. Like, I don't... And that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, I'm not perfect. I know I don't know everything. And, you know, what you know and what Hunter knows and what I know, it's like, all that together, it's like, more minds thinking about it. It's like, well... Are you sure you want to go that far, or why do you want to go that far? Or yeah. Why why aren't you, why aren't you going farther? You know, there's always questions are, that are asked. You know, when we have these conversations, and I normally call you. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking stressed out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it. like I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on right now, and you know, it's you get those guys that don't have that, those friends, those those the family members of whatevers to reach out and talk to. 
And I think that's where a lot of that stuff gets put online because yeah. they want people to. I definitely, I can agree with a lot of that. You know, even uh, there's just like uh, the Wisconsin Wisconsin Rut Report or something. I think is it's a big Facebook page that I started following last year because there's some mega giants on there, mm. and that's what a lot of people do is posting posting pictures of their deer, like their trail cam pics, and putting what county it is, which is cool for them, I guess. You know, they usually say private or public or whatever, but they're crazy if they're quite above that one's out there. Uh, yeah, I would agree. But then, yeah, there, you know, there's a lot of people that will ask, hey, break down this property for me. And some of them are public land. I'm like, oh, I mean, yeah, there's some great insight, but, geez, I think I just go out there and walk it, figure it out. I mean, yeah, you'll have it's a rough... not that hard. Yeah. And see, that that's if we just – we'll circle back to these guys that did the, the scouting. Like, that's the – as long as you're not going to that exact spot, yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with you watching the video. Right. I, even if you go to that, that spot, I don't really care. It's just, just don't rely on someone doing all the work for you. Well, just and go, I think that's transfer a lot it, of it to something else. You, you know, know go and, and do it. You know, that's a lot of it too. Is it's like the hunting beast, like Dan and Fall. Mm -hmm. Twice a week, he posts about how you gotta want it. Mm -hmm. You know, all these guys, they want to shoot the deer. They want to do this. They want to do that. They don't want to go through the swamp, you know, which is so true, but it's Probably like less true nowadays. the guys I feel that go to his public land seminars are literally going for a free scouting mission. <laughs> yeah. So they have a spot thinking, to go to. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Because it's he, like, well, he's a he's, different breed to... to Pull I, guys out on a piece of public and say, "This is where I hunt. This is where I hunt." This yeah, this is where I hunt. Well, you're never hunting those spots ever again. I promise you that. And yeah, maybe and he just does that. He's like, "This is a C minus property. I don't really plan on hunting yeah. there." Yeah, you might shoot a three and a half year old out here. Yeah, you know, but it's like so many of those guys. I did that, but just saying. want somebody else to do the work, and they. You know, maybe, and I, maybe I'm probably wrong, probably way off thinking this, but it's just, it's their way of getting a free fucking guided hunt almost. You know yeah. what I mean? You well, know, they want to be this Billy badass, know everything, but they don't want to go out by themselves. And it's yeah. crazy to me, the amount of grown ass men that are scared of the dark. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That is a, <laughs> there, there are a lot. There, like, there are threads on facebook of people like oh you know what i gotta carry a handgun at night because i'm scared well, i'm like well first off you, you should not be shooting in the dark no things. like that's so dangerous yeah like i'm like god dang like, i have to wait till daybreak before i walk out there yeah i you know coyotes i'm like you're scared of a fucking coyote it's a 35 pound rat dog yeah. like that's not gonna do anything to you like when have you ever had a coyote run up to you? Or start... heard of someone being mauled by a coyote? Yeah. I that's... don't know if I've ever heard of it. Right. Maybe a rabid one in a city park or something. That's so know. different, though. <laughs> you know? I and mean, it's yeah. normally a child. Yeah. Or a dog that gets attacked. Like, coyotes and... I mean, I get it. Okay, maybe black bears get a little hairy. I don't know. Yeah. We hunt where take... there's bears in Wisconsin. I've never... We hunt where there's wolves. Like, whatever. Yeah. You know, it, it's just, it's funny to me, you know, and, and maybe I shouldn't laugh about it, but it's like, God damn, dude, you got a weapon the way it is. Mm -hmm. Like, 
you, we are at the top of the food chain. Yeah. Like, whatever. It's funny. <laughs> I, just get, I just go on about it. God damn. <laughs> this, this podcast turned into a rant very quickly on every topic we brought up. So. <laughs> it's been a while, dude. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. I had to relieve a lot of stress. Here. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. So it's, like I said, maybe maybe back to the whole social media thing. I shouldn't say much because we do have a podcast. Yeah. But ours is not like, we're not saying go here, go do this, go do that. Like, we're like, this is what we do. We tell stories. We talk about things. We have people on that tell stories. And that's what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're going to talk about how we hunt and, you know, what we do. Yeah. But I don't know. Not sending any pictures. Should it, <laughs> you know, it's it's like this. It's illegal to sell game meat. Should it be legal to make money killing game? You're making money doing these YouTube things. Yeah. You know, you shooting a deer makes you money. I think you definitely, Should that be legal? You're going to hurt the industry a lot more if you outlaw that. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Look at the industry. They're jacking prices way up. They're hurting themselves. True. You know, well, they're getting paid. They're getting, they're I getting, mean, they're still what they getting want through. For it. Yeah. And then, oh God, I could just, there's another topic. <laughs> but no, it's been, it's been good. It's been fun. It's uh, about to get real good and real. Yeah, fun. and it is. And things are, you know, the leaves are changing. The beans are changing. The beans are changing. That's crazy to me how fast those are. That's happening. I don't know. And then we just got rain all day. Yeah. That's not going to... That'll help the mosquitoes. Last one for a while, maybe. You think? I hope. Um, everything's getting pretty low. Yeah. It's good, though. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't complain about that no, either. I like that. So. All right. That's enough of this. Yeah, let's wrap this one up. I'm going to go fucking freak out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go run my hand through a wall. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like we always say, Braden, you got to want it.